and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, you're like, did she get sold? <laughs> We're like one second in, Diane's losing her shit already. I know, I know it, I can't keep it together. <laughs> did you have wine at breakfast? I had a small mimosa. Okay, but so that's she really might be nothing. a little loopy today. Yeah, I just had breakfast with my fam. All right. But I'm laughing right. at how I was said that you're going to be looking at people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we started. She said, I'll just look at this while you're looking at people. <laughs> I don't know who's well, who I'm looking at or what is she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? Anyway, did you say who you are? Yes, I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. Okay. And I'm Abby, the badass breastfeeder. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Uh, Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm is your organic, organic, <laughs> organic, I, yeah, this will be fun today, and lanolin-free answer to sore or cracked nipples. We're going to talk about some sore nipples today. Mm-hmm. And today's episode is also brought to you by Limerick, Limerick Breast Pumps. Um, pumping can really suck, but uh, Limerick's pumps have patented Comfort Touch technology that mimics the, ba- the way your baby nurses, and they're all FDA qualified with the highest safety rating. Okay, and uh, our sponsors and their promo codes uh, can be found in our show notes under this episode, but also can be found um, at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. If you head over there, check out our sponsor page and see if you can give any of them your business. If you need anything, scroll through there. We have them all listed there, everyone in our little sponsor family. Um, And while you're there, scroll down and see if you can um, enter your email address, which I'm sure you can. (laughs) You don't have to see if you can. Just (laughs) enter your email address and we'll send episodes straight to your inbox every week. And uh, check our shop page too, and we have resources. We have all kinds of cool websites that's over there. Um, we are also on Patreon, and we would love for you to join us there with our ad-free episodes and our mini podcasts and our Zoom hangouts and all of our chatting that we do in there and seeking advice and venting, and it's really fun. And you can check the uh, top link in your show notes here under this episode, wherever you're listening from, and. Click that link and you can see the different tiers and benefits of each tier. Uh, And we are still hosting our ongoing giveaway for people who leave reviews around the internet. Uh, Just send a screenshot of your review or your stars or your whatever. And uh, we will send you a goodie bag with stickers and empowerment cards and cool things. And you can send that to badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. We will also be in Indianapolis on August 6th and you can find that link to the babies and bumps event also near the top of your show notes uh, next to the Patreon link to get your tickets. Babies and bumps is really fun. It's just a bunch of vendors and the Jamie, the baby guy is there with his registry um, demonstration and introduction of a bunch of baby products. And there's Local, you know, midwives, doulas, all kinds of fun things there. And we will be there and you can just come and you can hang out. And there's other parents there hanging out. And we would love for you to come by. So that's Babies and Bumps on August 6th. And I think that's all. And I think now Diane has our review of the week if she found one. 
I do have one. Yes. It says, this podcast saved me from many unanswered questions I had when I find out found out I was pregnant to one year postpartum. I refer this podcast to everyone when they ask me for advice on breastfeeding or new babies. Love you guys. Just put love you guys in all caps. Aww. Love you too. I know. And if you listen to us for a year, you deserve some sort of an award. That's for sure. Seriously. Thank you. And thank you I know, for sharing. People are like, oh, I went back to the beginning and started listening from the beginning. I'm still like, what? <laughs> I know. Oh, God. We love you. My I know. God. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, if you did, if you are one of those people that did scroll back and listen from the beginning, you'll know that we have talked about biting before. Mm-hmm. But um, <sighs> we can't just talk about things one time. And people keep asking about biting. It comes up all the time. So Abby and I do two lives a month, one on Instagram and one on Facebook. And it always, always comes up. Biting always comes up. And it is like, I think like probably one of the, outside of milk supply, like really when this is the biggest concern that comes up after six months, for sure. One of the, yeah. Totally. It's it's a big one. And yeah. it's either like, and a lot of people come up with it even before it starts happening because they're afraid it's going to start happening. Yeah. And then if yeah, it happens people, one time, you're like, oh shit. It's going to happen every time, which is not true, by the way. It doesn't necessarily mean your baby's going to bite you every time they feed. Um, But it's, yeah, I've heard people say that too. Like even just before they even have the baby, well, I'll breastfeed until they have teeth. I mean, oh, because yeah. they have teeth right. doesn't mean you need to stop breastfeeding them. It doesn't mean they're going to bite you necessarily. I mean, yes. they might, yeah, but it doesn't. There's no guarantee they might not either. I I got bit by one out of three kids, and it was one time. I mean, it's just not all yeah. my kids bit me. No, not all kids bite at all. I think I was mm-hmm. bit maybe once. Yeah, not often, but some people are bit over and over again. And that's what we really want to try to talk about because there are ways to not get bit over and over again. Um, Because I think we get very concerned that the baby is biting and not eating. So we just keep trying and trying. And then Mm -hmm. just the anxiety, just that anxiety of putting your nipple in a mouth where you're pretty sure you're going to get bit on the nipple. It's horrible. Yeah. It is Ugh. just so horrible. What a horrible thing. Um, but one thing to remember is that if your baby is biting, they are not eating. It's physically impossible for them that to is, eat and bite at the same time. Yeah, that is just the nature of breastfeeding. They can't bite. If they are sucking milk out of your breast, they cannot bite. Mm-mm. And if they're biting, they're not eating. Take them off. And don't put your boob in their mouth again until like later. Uh, But you don't have to. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say like, usually what you see when people tell me that their baby is biting, they're biting at the beginning of a feed or they're biting at the end of a feed. They're not biting in the middle of a feeding for the most part. I, I rarely see that. It is at the beginning of a feed or the end of the feed. And I always tell people if the baby is biting at the beginning of a feeding, then they are not, they're not ready to eat. 
they're not hungry, they're not into it, whatever. They're just biting and that's they're not ready to eat. And that's okay. You can take them off and wait a little bit longer. If they're biting yeah. at the end of a feeding, then they're done. You just have to watch them closer. Yeah. Watch them very closely. And when you take them off, like they're biting, they bit at the beginning, they bit at the end, whatever. You, well, you didn't catch it in time. We'll we'll talk more about catching it. But um, take them off. Because here's the thing. We think that, you know, they're they're fussy, right? They're fussy. They're teething. They're upset. It's like, of course, I'm going to try to nurse them because this is what I always do when they're upset as I nurse them. That's 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 what we do, right? As breastfeeders, which we are constantly nursing. We know that it fixes everything. Mm-hmm. But with biting, you know, that's not, it's just not going to work. So you take them off and and do something. Give them like a frozen washcloth. Put Roll up a washcloth, put it in the freezer and have a few in there. Um, you can make breast milk popsicles. You can put some frozen fruit into those little mesh feeder things. Um, mm-hmm. You can you can do you can give them like a little you know those little chew toys. Do something. Give them something to kind of work that out because they could chew on something, bite on something. Um, because the pain comes when the tooth is popping through the gums, right? As soon as it pops through, it doesn't hurt anymore. Um, and chewing on things will help them work the teeth out, will help mm-hmm. them pop through. And so giving them that, you know, they bit, whatever, take them off and then do something about it. You know, put, put something in their mouth and let them kind of work on that. And that can also help really alleviate some of the pain so that when they are, when they're just hungry now, they're going to just eat. And they're all mm-hmm. the messing around is done. Right. They need something. They need something Little, to bite on. That's why they're yeah, biting on your nipple because yeah. it's in your mouth and they need something to bite on. You know, they're not trying to hurt you. They are not trying to um, upset you. They are not like messing around. They're not, you know, they they don't like it either. They don't want to bite you and see you upset. Like that's why they cry too. You know, they cry. They, all of this. And I think that's what happened when Jack bit me one time and I had just like the loudest outburst, which is not necessarily the best idea because then they get afraid to mm, nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was, I had a big old reaction and um, he was upset. I was upset. You know, he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't want, he, nobody was happy about this. <laughs> not him, not anybody. And uh, it didn't happen again. But I mean, you know, if they are like actively really like teething, it could happen over and over again. They're going to just bite on anything that's in their mouth. So put something else in their mouth. Don't keep putting your breast in their mouth. Terrible idea. Yeah. And they're not going to starve. They will not. No, they're not ready to it's eat. It's just yet. like, yeah, it's just like if you had a tooth pain, you wouldn't be eating, but you wouldn't be starving to death. Right. You just would eat later. Or you would eat when the pain started to subside a little bit. You would have a little bit of something to eat. And I think sometimes, too, it's like we get so used to feeding our baby every couple hours, right? Like, yeah. oh, it's been a couple hours. Let me nurse them. Whether, and, you know, babies likely, you know, a lot of babies will just go on, whether they're, you know, ready to eat or not. They'll just go on and eat. But they might not always be hungry when you're ready to feed them. 
So you can you can just you can wait a little bit longer. It's okay. They're giving you a yeah. very very visible sign that they're not ready to eat yet if they bite you. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't force them to. Mm-mm. You can't make a baby nurse. Like we all know that, right? You can't make them. Right. I remember talking to a nurse one time. Um I can't one of the kids was sick and I called and they were just like throwing up over and over again, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. And she was like, are you continuing to give them like liquids? Are you trying to give water and all that? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, stop. <laughs> she's like, stop. Cause their, their, their stomach is not, the stomach is so upset right now. You know, they're just going to throw up everything that you put inside of it. So just let their stomach rest for a while. Just stop giving him the water, stop and just let his stomach rest. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, of course. Because we're all like, oh, my God, it's dehydrated. It's going to die. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) that's not going to happen in the matter of a few hours. That's like, that's just not how it works. Like, what he needed was to have, to not have anything in his stomach. That's what his stomach was saying. It was like, Mm -hmm. don't want anything in here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, right. Because we get so worried about them being dehydrated. We get so worried about them not having eaten. That we're Mm -hmm. just like forcing it when they're just not ready because we think that something's going to happen, but it's not. No, they're fine. That's not how it works. You just wait until later. Yeah, they're good. They're giving them something to chew on. So, yeah, so you can, all those things that you can give them. And then when you are nursing, there's things to watch for. Are we ready to move to that? Or do you have anything else to say? No, yeah, we can totally move to that. Um, I mean, before we do move on to that, so there are things too, like if your baby has like a really bad shallow latch, that's not biting. Like they're not maybe possibly not biting you. It could just be that you need to readjust the latch. Yeah. Right. Cause teeth are, teeth are like rubbing her teeth are in the way and they're just like not latched very well. So if you think that that might be what's going on, take them off and try to get a deeper latch. I just had this come up the other day with um with a mom that I saw and you know the baby's got two teeth and one of the things that comes at, that happens and I was going to talk about this later but it's good timing now is sometimes like how Abby said their teeth pop up and then you know they're not having that teething pain anymore because the teeth are in but the teeth are not like they don't pop through the gums and then are all the way grown in you know what I mean like they right. have to take time to come in and when they're kind of like halfway in, like they can definitely rub on the oh, yeah. because it's like they're not all the way in yet. So they are kind of like it's a weird positioning thing. So sometimes you do have to readjust your position. And you also have to remember, too, like with teeth coming in and everything, their their mouth is changing. Their jaw is changing. Everything's growing like their latch is going to you might need to work on that latch again, too. As things right. as you have to re, yeah, you have to read. They might have to learn how to relatch, yeah, or relearn how to latch. They're pulling, like, it's just there's all sorts of stuff going on. Teething is really hard for little babies, yeah, it's fucking miserable. And you see, I know that this there's like this image going around, it was like of a skull. Everybody thought it was like a baby skull, but it wasn't, it was like the skull of a. I don't know, six year old or a seven year old or something like a, like an, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like an old, like a fossilized. Oh, okay. Skull. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you could see like both sets of teeth. You could see like the, um, well, then it couldn't have been an eight-year-old. So, but it was well, like, a, it was like, it wasn't a baby. It was like a smaller toddler child thing. Um, and you could see both sets. You could see like the, the, some of the, the baby teeth still in there. And then you could see the grown up teeth above them Ugh. in like in the sinuses. Oh my God. Like in the sinus area. And then like in the chin area down below that, like way by the chin. And it was just like, it's such a horrific image. You're like, Oh my God. No wonder <laughs> that looks miserable. It just looks like Ugh. a miserable thing happening in your skull. Oh yeah. God. These little babies. Should we take a break yeah. and then I'll read yeah. from my book? Uh, <laughs> yes. Read from the book. I'll hurry back so we can listen to Diane read from her book. Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. If you're struggling with sore nipples, you need pain relief fast. And when sore nipples turn to crack nipples, forget about it. It's enough to want to call it quits. Damaged nipples can cause real problems with successfully breastfeeding your baby. Check with a lactation consultant that your baby is getting a good latch and get some Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm. Nipple Nurture Balm is farm-related to soothe, protect, and heal sore or cracked nipples. This nipple balm is made with organic herbal ingredients and combined with natural moisturizers to help provide relief and to heal affected areas and even prevent cracks from reappearing. Nurture Nipple Balm alleviates the discomfort so the joy can be restored to your special bonding time. It is safe for both parent and baby, and there's no need to wipe it off before breastfeeding. Head to fairhavenhealth.com, that's F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com, and use promo code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Limerick Breast Pumps the pain, the stress, the worry. I'm talking about the anxiety caused by breast pumping, but good news because we have Limerick breast pumps. Limerick allows moms to get their milk in comfort and ease. So moms have less stress and better results. Limerick breast pumps use the softest, most comfortable breast cups on the market, have patented comfort touch technology that mimics the way your baby nurses and are all FDA qualified with the highest safety rating. Unlike other cups, which are hard, complicated, and a pain to find the right size, Limerick's cups are made of naturally soft, medical-grade silicone that forms to all mom's unique shape and size, making them one size so they get the most comfortable fit. Plus, Limerick's pumps are the only pump to offer a micron filter, which is cleaner overall. No bacteria, viruses, or fluid enter the motor of the pump. Mom and baby are protected in the safest environment, all of which means moms get more milk and less stress. Check out the entire line at Limerick Inc. That's L-I-M-E-R-I-C-K-I-N-C.com and use code BADASS for 25% off of your purchase. And just a reminder that you can always apply for a pump through your insurance. And today's uh, sponsors and their promo codes can be found in the show notes under this episode from wherever you are listening from um, and can also be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. At badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you'll also find all of our other episodes, information, as well as information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane, which people do, right? Oh, yeah. You get listeners all the time. 
Yes, I do. Absolutely. So feel free to uh, head to the website and uh, get your consultation with Diane. Yeah, absolutely. She'll read to you from her book. I know, from my book. So this comes from, I love my books. This comes from Counseling the Nursing Mother. If anybody has this book, it's a really good one. Um, If I have any lactation professionals that are listening, this is a good one. Got um, all sorts of stuff in here, but I figured I would look and you know and see like hmm, I was like, what do they say about biting? So they do talk a lot about teething and biting, and um, teething can occur anytime between four and fourteen months. I know that seems early, four months, but I definitely have had seen babies that have had teeth by four months, which means they were teething even sooner than that. Well, also, exactly, because the, the teeth are going to be moving around before they start to pop through. Uh-huh. So you might not see any teeth coming, but it could be that they're starting to move around and causing pain. Yeah. Yep. So, and this is how it works, because they have it in here, which I think is kind of kind of um, interesting. As a tooth erupts, it causes gum swelling and irritation. When the baby sucks, blood rushes to the gums, adding to the swelling that is already present and causing immediate discomfort. Thus, when beginning to nurse, the baby may quickly pull away from the breast and cry out with pain. Additional clues that the baby is teething include irritability, slight fever, increased drooling, unexplained spit up, loose stools. The baby may also begin waking again during the night to seek comfort. So there's a lot that goes on with them when they're teething. But then once that teeth is coming through, it says for discouraging biting, if we want to discourage, which obviously nobody's encouraging biting. So, you know, because teething may cause the baby to clamp down on the breast during a feeding, it is important to be alert for signs that the feeding is ending and unlatching the baby when there is a slowing of the suck-swallow rhythm. So that's when we're saying like, you're going to have to watch, you just have to watch your babies again. You know, I mean, you get to the point Mm -hmm. by the time they're four five, six months, seven months and teething, you're not watching them as closely as you were before. Like we just don't like you've got them and you know, you've got them latched on and you're on your phone or you're. No, it's such a relief. It's such a great time. It's like, oh, I can just sit here and nurse. Yeah. I can look at my phone. I can have a conversation. I can just do whatever I want. Except not anymore. Easy. And then we get this baby that starts biting. So you have to start kind of looking at them again and knowing like, okay, the baby's usually usually done nursing by, you know, a few minutes. So let me start watching them again and, and take them off before. Take them off before they fall asleep. Um, if the baby, if the biting occurs in the middle of a feeding, remove the baby immediately and say no. Wait a few minutes before resuming the feeding. If the baby bites again, end the feeding promptly and gently repeat no. Like I said, I have not had too many people tell me that the baby bites in the middle of a feeding because that's the end of the feeding. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. I mean, if they're biting, they're not feeding. They're, so they're not that's feeding. Not really. They're just done. Yeah. Or, or they're hungry and they want to be eating, but the sensation in their mouth just doesn't allow them to continue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just stop. Just stop. Yeah. Because the sucking mechanics involved during breastfeeding, it is difficult for the baby to suck and bite at the same time. Clamping down tightly will interfere with the tongue compressing the nipple. A baby who bites may not be hungry enough to nurse at that time. It is okay to end the feeding and try again later when the baby's hunger returns. If teething pain is suspected as a cause of biting, try some comfort measures and then resume nursing. And that's what Abby was talking about before. Like, give them something else to chew on. Give them an icy washcloth. Give them, you know, one of the teethers. Give them something else that 
they can bite on. And giving them an icy washcloth or something like that before feeding, like if you know that they're probably going to be feeding at some point pretty soon, those icy washcloths can kind of numb the gums a little bit Mm -hmm. and keep them from from biting down. So maybe try that before the feeding and see if, you know, that helps a little bit too. Biting may occur occur at the end of a feeding as the baby falls asleep and closes the jaw. Mm -hmm. So, and we know that babies can do that. They can doze off, which they do all the time when they're nursing and then bite down. It's just the slack jawed they're asleep now thing. And now they have teeth. Yeah. Clamping so they're just down starting on, to fall asleep and they're, they're just, they're, they're, their jaw is closing. Yeah. I feel like that's the worst kind. I know. I know. I agree with that too. Clamping down on the nipple may be prevented by inserting a finger between the gums and the baby's mouth and removing the breast when it appears that the baby is nearly finished. Withdrawing the finger slowly will break suction and avoid discomfort. When baby bites for the first time, a common reaction is an outcry. That's what happened with Abby. And started in a startled jerk away from the baby. The baby may respond to this reaction by rejecting the breast at feedings. Biting can usually be overcome and does not need to lead to weaning. So this is really important because I think sometimes people are worried that if the baby bites once, they're going to bite every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I had somebody that, that messaged me one time and was like, the baby's biting. Like, okay, when are you seeing the biting? What's happening with the biting? You know, whatever. Well, they're biting all the time, all the time. Okay, well, then we need to figure out like, it's baby not hungry. We're trying to nurse the baby when they're not hungry. We're not watching the baby. Like, what's happening? Well, you know, they're biting the daycare provider. They're biting the kids at daycare. Ah. He's biting. And I'm like, well, so this is just a biting problem. Like, this is not like, <laughs> like I can't help with that. Like, that's that's a biting issue for your your baby. That's not like a nursing problem. Oh my god, they do go. I. Uh. Exley did that. Exley went through a thing where he would just bite babies' heads. Oh my God, that's so funny. He would just walk their up heads. to a baby in their bald head and bite their head. I think oh he just, God. I don't know, thought it was fruit or something. <laughs> <laughs> I always had to watch him. If there was like a young, cute baby with a bald head, I had to be like, oh my God. God, he's like some kind of little. But I, I feel know. like that's just part of like teething too. Like when they're biting on things, they're drooling. They're just so focused that that mouth area is just on fire right now. Yeah. And they're just going to, you know. And if they're biting for another reason, if it's just like a behavior thing, then. Well, that's totally different. Good luck. Yeah, that's a different episode. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the other things you can do is change their position. And I know I mentioned this briefly, like if the teeth are rubbing, um, try to change their position, trying to put them in like an upright position where they're sitting up in your lap so the nipple can angle deeper. That is really helpful because then they're not, you know, they're not really biting down um, and you're kind of getting past the teeth. You definitely might need to work on that latch again. Feeding them in a laid back position can be really good because the gravity helps their jaw go forward and helps their tongue come forward and they bite less in that position as well. Mm. So you, you might just really need to mess around with their positioning again. Um, like I said, they're, they're growing, their jaws are growing. Now there's teeth coming in there. Um, they might not be opening as wide as they need to. They might be sore, you know, they're just, you might really need to work with that, with that latch again and making sure that the baby's 
getting a good latch. Sometimes they're pulling. Um, all of it is teething. It's all just a lot of teething pain and discomfort for them, which is causing a lot of discomfort for you, unfortunately. I mean, it's no reason to wean. They get past this. They do. It's not a reason to stop breastfeeding, but mm-hmm. it's it can feel really overwhelming when you're in it. Yeah. It's just, ugh, it's just really hard. It is. That's when you so, just feel like you're nursing a shark. Ugh, I know. So then, you know, so if your baby has, you know, has bitten that down on the breast or on the nipple and you have, what happens now if you have a wound, right? Like, ugh, I know yeah. I did because I had like an open wound on the oh breast. And it was like on... um my areola to my areola and my nipple. Mm -hmm. And it was like this open wound and I didn't know what to do about it. And I remember I went to, I don't know if everybody knows, I was not a lactation consultant when I had my kids. So I didn't know what I was doing. And I went to the hospital where I had my twins because this is when the twins were babies. And they were, I remember thinking, okay, this is totally opposite of what most people think, I think, because I was like, we've come this far. I think there were like seven months. I was like, we've come this far. I'm not going to stop breastfeeding now. Like, I've gone through all this stuff to make this work. Yeah, get your shit together, baby. I know, right? I, I worked like, too I, hard for this. You're, just, you're not. This is not part of the plan. You need to get it together. <laughs> I was like, there is no way I'm stopping now. So we're going to have to figure this out. And I went to the hospital where um, where I had them and asked to see the lactation consultant. She literally walked out handed me two packs of lanolin and walked away. Like what? that was the help I received. Ew. It was terrible. That's so rude. And I remember, it was rude. And I remember being like, all right, now I got to figure this one out too. Cause yep. like nobody helped me figure out well, how to breastfeed twins and, you know, do all that stuff. So I was like, I'm on my own here. I'm going to have to figure it out. And it was too, like, I didn't want to, nurse on that side so I would nurse on the other side but then I would pump that side and it would just kind of still just continue to reopen whenever I would pump and it was just like oh my god it was so bad and it it just like was really hard so if you get a wound like now you're months in right and you've been it's mm. been months since you've had to deal with like a, a damaged nipple if you've ever even had one because maybe you never even had one before because that's not you're not supposed to have them by the way you're not supposed to have damaged nipples yeah in the beginning or at any point in time. But I'll get people that contact me and be like, well, what do I do? I've got, now I've got a sore on my nipple. The baby bit me. I've got a, you know, a sore spot or there's some blistering or there's some bruising from where they're pulling or from where the teeth are rubbing. Um, What do I do? So now we got to look at healing those nipples again. So you go back to, you know, back to the basics of healing a nipple we want to look at the latch. We want to make sure that the, the latch is as good as it needs to be. You know, that the baby's not going on shallow, that they're not becoming more shallow as, as they get on. You're in charge here. You know, I mean, make sure your baby is latching on nice and deep and make sure that the nipple is far back in the mouth because if they're right at the tip of the nipple, that's going to be painful for you. It's, those teeth are going to rub on there and that's going to be painful. If you need to... um put something on the nipple itself. Things like the nipple nurture bomb from Fairhaven Health that works wonders for stuff like this. So definitely get something like that. Coconut oil works really well. Your own breast milk on it will help to heal it. 
I would stay like, away from the lanolin. Wait, um, like be topless if you can. Yeah, let the let it, like, air, air out and like any other sore or wound. Yeah, you know, right. Like let it get a little bit of air. Try not to put like if you if you don't have to wear like um uh like breast pads or something that's going to stick to it. If you can get away with not wearing those, uh, right? Yeah. That'll be helpful. But the air drying will help with that. Like if you put a little cream or something on, if you put a little bit of like nipple nurture bomb or your own breast milk on there or something, let them air dry, let them get nice and dry. Because if you put cloth on there right away, it's just going to like stick to it. So let them dry out a little bit before, you know, if you can, that'll be Mm -hmm. really helpful. And nipples heal pretty quickly if they're, you know, if they're left to heal, they do heal pretty quickly. But if yeah. you're, you know, you don't want to just keep re-damaging them, re-damaging them, re-damaging That's the problem. Them. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just reopening them. Yeah. Yeah. So just make sure that that latch is good. Really, really just, you might need to move your baby into different positions again. Just be a little bit more creative. Move them around, um, you know, just to, to try to get it, especially if the teeth are rubbing a little bit, because then you don't want it rubbing on the same spot. So move your baby in a different mm-hmm. position and see if that helps a little bit too. But once those teeth are in and up all the way, you're not going to have that problem. And they're probably not even with the biting. Sometimes everything that's going to happen happens when they're like coming in, you know? Right. But usually, um, sometimes even if they're just like starting to come in and they're still biting down because it's still painful when they bite down, even if they're just biting with their little gums, mm-hmm. it's, and they want it like they put, they, they're looking for that pressure on their gums sometimes right. too. So sometimes right. they will just like, but that, you know, that can be painful too with just their gums. Oh yeah. That pressure. On the breast or on the, you know, on the nipple. And they don't know. They're just looking for relief from their teething. That's all they're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, and it's confusing to them too. You know, they're just like, they don't know what to do. Yeah. And if they, so there's the thing too, where sometimes babies, babies will bite down and they won't let go. Oh, And then our yeah. first reaction is to just like pull, you know, pull back. But if they haven't let go... That's not a great idea. And mm-hmm. so you can try to stick your finger in there and break the suction. Um, if that doesn't work, if they're just, if you can't get your finger in because they've bit down or whatever, you're going to pull their face into your boob, like in, smush your, their face into your boob, which will block their airway and will and cause them to reflexively open their mouth. Mm-hmm. You're not suffocating them. You're trying to get your nipple out, which is a necessary thing. Yeah. Because they will just open their mouth then. And yeah, then that's all. But it's, like you said, it's no reason to wean. You don't need to like stop, stop nursing altogether. You just got to, you know, have some skills to manage it. That's all. Have some tools to manage it. That's all we're also, trying to help you out with. Yeah. Also, just quickly. Sometimes teething leads to nursing strikes Mm, mm -hmm. because they are just, it just hurts too much for them to nurse. Or maybe you had like a big reaction and now they're scared to nurse, Um, which is not your fault. It's really hard not to have a reaction when somebody bites with their teeth on your nipple. Like there's not really, I don't really understand the whole like don't react to that because like 
is that's just like a bodily reaction. It's not like right. It's like a knee jerk. I reaction. don't understand. Yeah. I just have. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. But anyway, so they might be might be just be like so confused or or too in too much pain or whatever. And then you're working through a nursing strike, which is another episode that we have, but also can be can be worked through while they're while they're going through this. Yeah, it's just like another thing you have to help them through. Yeah, that's all. It's like a, just another, you know, just another part of your journey. The ev- the continuously vol- evolving journey of breastfeeding. That's all yeah. it is. <laughs> so good luck. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.